game. Blouses. Gallon Chuck. Disaster. Afrogetti. Disaster. Well, I mean, I'm no doctor. We now join America's most popular show already in progress. Everybody loves Mitch and Sean. You guys are the greatest duo. Fantastic. That team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Almost there. That's right, Mitch. You had to chug it. You had to chug it. We're going to do another bet probably next episode for who has to chug a beer to start the post-game Pines podcast. Sean Campbell, Mitch Gallo is Campbell and Gallo. Uh, We're happy to be with you once again. Mitch, why did you – you tell us. Why did you have to chug that beer within the intro? Well, I had to chug the beer, Sean, because I was goaded into a bet that I didn't really want to make because I knew that the chances of me winning the bet were fairly slim, and they were because your Green Bay Packers defeated my terrible Philadelphia Eagles decisively uh, last Sunday. So I chugged one of your favorites. Blonde. Blonde. James Blonde. James Blonde. And the reason is because uh, I told them, you know, I'm like, I like to really enjoy my LeBron beers. I don't think they're suitable for chugging. I would much rather chug something crappy. Uh, <laughs> I, I won't point out which beers I think are crappy because, hey, yeah. somebody, if, 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 if you know one of those places is going to pay me, I'll take the money. So Yeah, I get uh, it. I'm, I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus, but they told me it's not crappy. It's delicious. But if you're going to chug a beer, maybe you want to use the Blonde James Blonde as uh, the one to go down smoothly in in chug format. So uh, that's what I did. Uh, My one error, Sean, is that – and maybe, you know, if you ever lose a chugging bet to me, you'll take this into consideration. I know you're a veteran, so you probably know this already. I should have taken uh, the beer out of the uh, fridge a little bit earlier so it wasn't freezing cold as I was trying to chug it. Drinking beer normally very cold is fine, but chugging when it's ice cold, it uh, tends to sit like right here. And I think I'm gonna be battling that for the rest of the podcast, a very busy podcast that we have coming up. Yeah, I'm looking forward to you battling that podcast the whole t- whole way through. And uh, I'm glad the Packers uh, beat the Eagles because I gave you two to one odds. I would have had chug two beers in the whole intro for that to happen so we'll see what kind of odds we give we'll probably do another bet next week and then we'll see who has to chug a beer within the intro to start things off on the postgame podcast uh postgame pints podcast sean campbell mitch gal all right mitch let's jump right into it with the rapid fire all right Jan- sean. january 13th we've heard a date Nothing is official. Ideally, in the next few days, if you're hearing this right now, ideally, it's already been confirmed. January 13th, the NHL is coming back. I, the first time I heard it, Mitch, you saw me. I was on social media. 
I was taking my calendar and flipping it to a page that does not exist. Christmas, uh, usually I get my new calendars at Christmas. I don't have it yet. I am so excited. I, I, I perked up. I've been watching football all day on my couch. And then I saw that someone tweeted January 13th. I was like, this is amazing. I can't wait. We have a date. We've been talking about this forever. I need my hockey back, Mitch. Yeah, well, I need my hockey back too. And I have to say, Sean, most people were much more negative than me. I was telling you, it was going to come back. And I was saying January 1st. You know what? I'm going to give myself a tip of the cap because training camp is Sorry, no opening. Cap. Tip, tip, tip. No cap. You, you've been positive. By the way, I've been negative. Tip my cap to you. I'm not actually wearing a cap today. I'm wearing a toque, but I'm tipping it to you. Most people were negative, not just you. So uh, don't you? You know, you weren't the only one. I'll, I'll, I'll just say that you know, I'll, training camp's opening January first, so I was kind of right. But I, I'm pumped for uh, hockey to come back, Sean. I think it's going to be a very intriguing season. Of course, there's so many details that while we're recording this podcast, we don't yet know. Um, and and sure, certainly, uh, COVID nineteen could still throw a wrench into the plans at some point. But to know that the two sides aren't fighting about financials anymore and that we will have a 2020-2021 season at some point, or I guess since it's January, we could just call it the 2021 season. We don't need the two years in there. I'm pumped. You know, I'm thinking about my hockey pools. I'm thinking about how many games I'm going to watch. I'm thinking about my work schedule. I'm thinking about which teams in Canada are going to be the strongest. Uh, we've, we've spoken about it so much, but you can, only, you can talk about this stuff till we're blue in the face. Let's get some action in and have some games to talk about. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait to actually have hockey talk. And I know that that's what we want to do here on the Post Game Pines podcast is have actual hockey talk, not just generic hockey talk. But I can't wait to have that. Before we get into the actual hockey talk, though, what do you think the biggest hurdle is for January 13th? What do you think the biggest hurdle is going to be for the return to play in the National Hockey League, Mitch? Well, I, I don't know about uh, hurdles at this point. It you know, I'm curious to see uh, what happens with some of the places that are hit more harshly with COVID-19 and that have had more uh, government lockdown measures put into place. Places like British Columbia, where the Vancouver Canucks would be training, or California, uh, especially in the county where the San Jose Sharks play. I'm curious to see how that all pans out. But I'll say, Sean, something that I've been thinking about, and we kind of saw this situation with the Denver Broncos. Now... During the last hockey season, the 2019-2020 season, the Carolina Hurricanes ran into an issue where two of their goaltenders, James Reimer and Peter Morazic, both went down during a game, and they had to bring in a Zamboni driver to play goal. David what Aries. Happens? David Aries. David Aries. What happens if at some point a team is hit pretty hard with the COVID-19 situation, but specifically in goal? Like, are you going to have a goaltender in isolation ready to go just for that situation? Is every team going to do that? Yeah, you could say every team's going to carry three goaltenders or have three on the roster. Uh, are they going to be traveling with the team? What if the Canadians are playing in Vancouver game day and, and their third goalie's here in Montreal and both goalies test positive for COVID? Just to give you a situation, of course, you know, knock on wood that that doesn't happen. But I, I wonder about the hurdles specifically when it comes to some of the measures and some of the crazy situations that can play out over the course of a season. All right, perfect. Because that's exactly where I think the biggest problem is right now with the National Hockey League that they have to iron out. And you gave the example of the goaltenders. 
And I'll tell you right now, I think that there's going to be a taxi squad and there's going to be a third goalie on that. And that third goalie seriously just lives alone. That's all he does. We saw the situation when it comes to quarterbacks in the NFL. They had a meeting. They were all down. They are going to have a goaltender that just sits there. And for the Canadians, I'm sorry, it's likely just going to be Charlie Lindgren. Charlie Lindgren's going to live in a hotel in 2021. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I don't know how the pr protocols are going to go. But let's expand that. So I'm just answering your question. I think that's a legitimate concern. To me, it's the taxi squad. So the NHL has put a cap on the cap number, right, of how much money they could spend at $81 million. That's for 23 players. But they can't play with 23 players because if five players or one player gets COVID, but there's four in contact with him, there's five players that can't play. And if it's going to be condensed games, there's five players that can't play for a week. I'm giving you an example. I don't know how it works, but I'm looking at the examples of the past. So that means you're going to need a taxi squad of three, four, five players to travel around with the team. But I think the biggest issue will be, do those taxi squad players, an example of the Montreal Canadiens, Alex Belzil. He's not going to be on the Canadiens roster. He's not going to be on the Laval Rocket roster. He's just going to be in a hotel room with the Canadiens, practicing with a group of five people until they need him. But does he get paid NHL money or does he get paid AHL money? Who pays that money? I think that will be the biggest issue here. I, yeah. I honestly think, I think when it comes, I know it's dollars and cents for five players per team all season long, but are NHL franchises willing to pay NHL dollars for players to sit in hotel rooms? I totally think that's the biggest issue that they're going to have to come across. Yeah, well, you know, I can think of a worse job than just sitting in a hotel room waiting to potentially play games. And as far as what you're talking about, I, I, I spoke with somebody who told me that the belief is that they would get AHL money, but NHL per diems. Okay. What do you think of that? Hey, whatever they all agree to, whatever they agree, because I think the biggest problem is making the agreement. I don't care what the agreement is, as long as there's hockey at the end of the day. But I'm, I'll tell you this. The Laval Rocket want to have success in whatever four-team season they're going to have with Manitoba, Belleville, and Toronto because they won't be crossing the border either. And not having Alex Belzil, I give him as, as an example. Like, like the Canadians will say, if Kale Fleury doesn't make the Canadians, he has to go play in Laval. We don't want him on our taxi squad doing nothing. The taxi squad will be kind of these NHL journeymen. And I think that that's kind of where the 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 – the medium will happen. Like, I, I'm curious who's going to be on taxi squads and versus who's going to be on an AHL roster. Like, I think about Calgary, Edmonton, and Vancouver. Their AHL squad, squads are going to be in the in the U.S. Will they loan players to Manitoba, Laval, Belleville, and Toronto just so they'll be in Canada playing if they need to call them up? That's yeah. another thing that that might happen. And obviously, uh, the teams um, and, and the players are on all these conference calls to try to iron out all these details and try to figure out every different situation that could play out over the course of the next 56 games. So on that front, everybody's making all these problems in the NHL. Is there anything that people are talking about that isn't a problem that, that, they, that, think, that they think is a problem? What's a non-issue right now? Well, seems seems to me like the biggest non-issue, and they basically already announced, even though it hasn't been confirmed at the time of the recording of this podcast, uh, the division alignment. I mean, we've been talking about Canadian division for a couple months now, 
and you just look at it and it makes so much sense. So much sense where you're like, yeah, you know, if it wasn't for different time zones, the NHL maybe should have these divisions all the time, especially Sean, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the fact that like, why do the Buffalo Sabres who play out of the state of New York, why are they not always in New York division with the Rangers, the Islanders, and the Devils? Like, it seems to make a lot of sense. You know, especially that division with Boston, Buffalo, Pittsburgh. Washington's a little bit further, uh, the, and the New York teams. Like, they should yeah. – they, like, they're so close geographically that they should always be playing in the same division – so I, I think the division alignment, it made so much sense with everything that the NHL has done. The Canadian division becomes a little bit more challenging because of the travel and perhaps that New York division, like everybody besides Washington is pretty much a 45 minute drive from each other. So that one makes a lot of sense. And I know there's some travel, um, you know, involving like Nashville's schedule probably isn't going to be the easiest in the world, but just I, I look at how it broke down. And right away when I saw it, I was like, yeah, that made sense. If I was to write yeah. up a situation to re- reduce travel, this would be what I would come up with too. Yeah, look, it makes sense in the U.S. The only reason there's a Canadian division is because of the border restrictions. Of course. It makes no sense for Vancouver and the Canadians to be in the same division. Oh, Canada, it's the same. And I'm excited for a Canadian division. And, for the, and maybe they have to split the Canadian division into two halves where you face, you know, Ottawa and Toronto 10 times and then the other guys eight times just because of the, the amount of travel back and forth because that's a little bit unfair to the Canadians, Senators, and Toronto and to Vancouver. Three hours time difference going back and forth. It's a little – I understand they have to do it. It's going to happen, whatever. I'm, I'm in and I'm all for it. And I love the idea of a Canadian division. But long term, it's not – it doesn't make sense. It makes sense well, this year. Of, doesn't of, make of sense long. Of course, it doesn't uh, make sense long term. I, I I get that. So, but you know, with the border restrictions, I was like, if I was to draw it up, this is what I would do too. So, anyways, other than that, I don't know if there's any other problems that they're going to have to deal with on the return to play. And once the details start rolling in, I think that we're going to get into the hockey talk just a little bit more. It's the Post Game Pints podcast. Campbell, Gallo, we're excited to be brought to you by LaBrosse. LaBrosse Brewery, check it out, labrosse.com. Also, check it out at 133 LaBrosse in Point Claire. Uh, Mitch, I know next episode uh, that will be coming out on Monday you got to check this out because we're going to have Dan on. He's the biochemist, and he's going to tell us about the beers we're making. And, Mitch, I know you're excited about it. I'm excited about it. It's the Campbell play-by-play, the Campbell PXP IPA versus the Angry Gal Ale. And we encourage you guys to come out. And I, I just want to make sure that I sell out before you sell out. That's all I want. That's, I know we're both going to sell out. But I want to sell out the Campbell PXP, the Campbell play-by-play over the Angry Gallo. It's going to be so much fun. They made a beer for you. They made a beer for me. Shout out to LeBras. If you support the podcast, support the beer. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm super pumped. You know, uh, I know a little bit what it's going to taste like. And, Sean, uh, I, I, got a, I got a whiff of yours because the uh, fermenting process started with yours before mine. 
Uh, yours smells delicious. I, uh, well, I know it does because mine's an IPA. And I know sometimes an IPA is not for everybody because it's a little too strong. We've brought down the alcohol content from 7 to 6%. So we're going to play around with that so that it's for everybody, even the people that don't like IPAs. That's the idea be, behind the Campbell uh, PXP. But let me tell you about the uh, Angry Gallo Dark Ale. Mm. Sean, this is going to be the best damn beer you've ever had. I'm, 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 the I'm, second best damn beer I've ever had. It's going to be amazing. And I was there uh, stirring the pot. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be such a great beer. A fantastic beer. A terrific beer. Whatever adjective you want to say. Get ready for the Angry Gallo Ale. And get ready for the Campbell play-by-play -play IPA December 23rd. We're going to be there. It's going to be released. Check it out. You'll be able to pick it up. Labrosse.com. Uh, we want to hear from you. What do you want to see? Campbell or Gallo, who's going to have more beer uh, sold? It's, it's, it's good. Great. And there's going to be t-shirts. You, you want to get behind it. Check it all out at Labrosse.com. Brought to you. Uh, Labrosse.com. Title sponsor here on the Post Game Pints podcast. Mitch, it's been a, a couple episodes since we've been able to do this. Are you ready for some editor headlines? Now, Mitch, remember, sometimes we're not always on YouTube. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. You have to, you, not the, just the thumbs up. You have to give me an audio answer. Are you ready for editor headlines? I was born ready, Sean. I know. I'm just kidding. But that just encourages people to go check out the YouTube channel. By the for way. sure. That's uh, by the way, shout out to uh, Villamar Bagels, my bagel clock in the background. You know, you, know you, can, you can send me some bagels. I'd, I'd, be, uh, I'd be open. If you want oh, to go pick them up. Shout, shout out to Jimmy. Jimmy, uh, love Jimmy. Jim, you, I know you know Jimmy. I was talking about the podcast. He was telling me how much he was enjoying the podcast as well. So uh, that's why I made a point with the Villamar Bagels clock in this episode. Very nice. Pick All me right, up some uh, bagels, Sean. I will. I got bagels. You want some tomorrow? Well, I'll bring you some. I would love some bagels. Okay, it's time for editor headlines. We don't write the uh, stories. We just write the headlines. The stories are out there. Uh, Mitch, would you like to start things off on editor headlines? Sure, Sean. I'll start things off. And uh, I'll kind of start where the podcast started with the Philadelphia Eagles. It was announced this week that the Philadelphia Eagles are benching Carson Wentz. And they are giving the starter's job to their draft pick from this past draft, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, the uh, quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles this coming Sunday. So my headline reads, Wentz so bad, it hurts. I love it. Yes. 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 I love it. Because the other thing is, I can't wait for that to start to happen with Aaron Rodgers because of Jordan Love. Because yeah, the love, yeah. you know, uh, you, by the way, you know that you are in a fantasy football league with me, right? Yes, right. No buy, no love. You know that's a direct reference to Jordan Love because my pitcher is down to Kirkpatrick. And uh, by the way, I finished first, you finished second. We got to see what happens in the playoffs. But hey, I, man, 10, 10 team league, and you and I got the two buys in the playoffs. You know, we deserve a pat on the back. We know what we're doing, Mitch. We know what we're doing. And by the way, you did not like what I did at the draft, but at the end of the day, you must appreciate what I did at the draft. Well, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. You finished on top of the standings. And you know what? I was happy because 
at one point, and I know people don't love when we talk about fantasy pools, but at one point it looked like I was going to have the most points for in the league and, you know, finish middle of the pack. Yeah. It, tur- it turns out that one and two in points also ended up one and two in the standings, which is nice. But, but I will say, say this, the fourth points in the, in the pool didn't make the top six and is in the castle. That's, also, that's Sean, going, yeah. into the final, going into the final week, third place went from third slash tied in first, by the way, to out of the playoffs. I know, it's crazy. With one uh, loss. Uh, just, just fantasy football-wise, who is your MVP this year on your team? Who is your MVP that uh, kind of a later-round pick that, that has ma- made the season for you? Oh, later-round pick. Uh, like, probably. Like, look, I have, I, I have Devontae Adams and DK Metcalf. They killed yeah. him. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, who's – Probably uh, receiver Jefferson with, uh, with the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, he's, been, he's been really, really solid. Young player. Yeah, I got Devin Waller, man, at tight end. Just killed it for me this year. Devin Waller uh, killed him. All right, you ready for editor headlines? You got your one. I liked yours. Uh, so there's a Canadian division. Right, Mitch? That's right. It's going to happen. Gary Bettman gave the thumbs up. It's going to happen. So my headline would read, yes, we Canada. <laughs> yeah, Sean, I like that one. That one's good. Way, 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 to, way to riff on a uh, famous quote. Hey, it's a very famous quote. All right, yeah. go ahead. All right, my uh, next one has to do with the fact that uh, Matt Zuccarello is uh, out for the start of training camp with the Minnesota Matt Wild. Zuccarello. Oh, Matt Zuccarello, the best story between you and I, like, and of all I, time. I, I, believe, uh, I believe we've told it on the, uh, on the podcast before. So if you are a listener of the podcast, when it was called the Hot Topic Podcast, um, You'll appreciate this one. If not, you probably won't understand it. But my headline <laughs> reads... I'm going to love it already. Hey! Fuck you, Matt Zuccarello! Yes. Oh, such a good story. Some random dude yelling at Gallo thinking it's Matt Zuccarello. That's a great one. Yeah. You were suited up, too. You were suited up. That's right. All right. Uh, oh! Trade rumors around Max Pacioretty and the Vegas Golden Knights. Yes, right? sir. That's I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if he's going to be traded, but there are definitely Max Pacioretty trade rumors. Uh, so my headline reads: Vegas Max is out. No, Sean, you can come do better on. than that. Hey, I tried so hard to come up with a headline for that story, and I'm happy that I didn't even include it. Come on, Vegas Max is out. No, no, uh, no. I got to give it a thumbs up. All right, uh, my third headline, I'm going to go uh, back to football. As uh, I was surprised, I flipped over to watch the New England Patriots uh, take on the, uh, the L.A. Chargers. And I flipped on in the fourth quarter, and the score, Sean, was 45 to nothing in That's favor of the Patriots. Yeah. So... My headline reads, Cam touch this. Cam touch this. Uh, just because there's a dance move in there, I'm in. Other than that, it was very weak, but because you gave me the singing, I'm in. And I know Can't that. Can't touch this. Hey, 
what I'm just going to say is Jimmy G, who has now become a fan of the podcast. I know he hesitated for a while because Jimmy G and I have been butting heads, but Jimmy G would appreciate you singing. So shout out to Jimmy G. <laughs> all right. Uh, so staying with the football theme, uh, we know that all season long, the Pittsburgh Steelers were perfect until they w- met the Washington football team. All right. They, they, they finally lost their first, first game. So my headline reads, Steelers season isn't Pittsburgh perfect. No, no, no. So I see what you, I see what you tried to do there, and it was an, uh, it was a valiant effort, but man, that's a stretch. And that's why it's at number three and not at number one or five. <laughs> All right, my next one. Uh, I'm gonna stick with football as uh, the Cincinnati Bengals uh, are hoping to have. Joe Burrow back in time for training camp next year after horrific surgery. Good luck, and I hope so. I, I hope that Joe is back. I'm, so, I'm, glad you, I'm glad your number four is about a Joe. Number four for me is about a Joe as well. Okay, my headline reads, Bengals on Burrow time. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, I can't give you the the initial love it, but it's it just you got to think about it. It's good. It's solid. Good solid headline. Um, I'm gonna stick with football for my number four. As uh, did you did you see the uh, Cowboys and the Ravens football game? Sure did. On, on Fox. I know it's on a Tuesday, but on Fox and Joe Buck and Troy Aikman doing the game and. Yep. Halfway through the game, they come across the announcer's jinx where Jason Tucker is about to take a field goal and he's made 70 straight from under 40 yards and Joe Buck makes that announcement. He's like, well, he's made 70 straight from under 40 yards. He's not going to miss. He goes, he's not going to miss. And then, of course, Jason Tucker misses and everybody yep. puts on the announcer jinx. So my headline reads, what the buck, Joe? <laughs> I like, uh, I like when you could almost uh, include a swear word, so I'm going to give you a thumbs up on that one. Okay, so then you're really going to like my last one. Okay, good. And, uh, Sean, ta- talking about being on borrowed time, by the way, yeah. nine minutes. Okay, uh, we're good. We're good. Let's go. All right. Uh, my final headline, Sean, has to do with the fact that uh, it was the recent anniversary of the Canadians trading Patrick Waugh to Colorado, 25-year anniversary. So I yeah. came up with a retro headline for you. I know you love things that are retro. And my headline reads, Habs fans not keen on Watrade. Oh, too many words. Too many words. Oh, no, I like it. It's just too many words. I, I, I know that you went with the keen on the Patrick Wad. Just too many words. Too many words. Too many words. I like it, though. I like the attempt. It's good. Solid. Not my favorite. My final one to start things off. Uh, did you see the uh, Jets uh, blow their opportunity at their first win of the season against the uh, Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Raiders? Obviously, I did. Yeah, so my uh, headline reads, you know the uh, good old New York Jets chant? J-E-T-S. Fuck! 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 <laughs> you win, John. You win. I knew you liked that one. <laughs> All right. Are you ready for a pop quiz, Mitch? All right. Yes, I am, Sean. All right. It's been a while since I gave you one. So now it's me giving you a pop quiz. You ready for this? I sure am. 
I got my notes in front of me. That's the page is not this notes. I, I know I'm, I love scribble words. All right. So my pop quiz for you, Mitch, here on the post game pints podcast, Campbell and Gallo, I would like to know since the year 2000, which goalies have the most top five, top five. Am I saying this properly? Top five goalies since the year 2000, most wins in a season. Most wins in a season by a goaltender since 2000. Top five. Top five, top five all time. Marty Broder. Number two. Uh, well, you know what? You're number one. He's tied for number one. So he's, he was just second on my list. Marty Broder, Broder. actually, he, he came twice in this one. Yep, go ahead. Roberto Luongo. Roberto Luongo. Very good. Broder and Luongo are both in that. Broder did it, and Luongo did it in the same season. Broder had 48 wins which is tied for number one in the 06, 07 season. Luongo did it in the 06, 07 season. He had 47 wins. So Berdur and Luongo, very good. Now it gets difficult. The other five get difficult. The other guy tied with Berdur, do you remember who that is? And four and five are goalies you really don't think about. Mika Kefersov. God damn it, number five. Well done. In the 08, 09 season, he had 45 wins. Mika Kefersov. Good job. Three for three so far. Can you get number one tied with Berdur and number four? Henrik Lundqvist. No. Evgeny Nabokov. Number four. Holy shit. Evgeny Nabokov, I thought was the hardest one. In uh, 07, 08, he had 46 wins. Uh, so you have so far gotten Berdur, Luongo, Nabokov, and Kiprasov. Number one. Tied with Brodeur at number one. You still haven't gotten him. Brian Miller. No. Uh, Carey Price. No. Uh, it was, it was uh, closer than you think to now. So I'll give you a, Yeah, like within five years. It's happened within five years. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I like. I want to give you clues, but I don't think think I should be able to give you clues now that you nailed the other four like amazingly. Good job, Jonathan Quick. No, not Jonathan Quick. It is uh, a it is a it is a Stanley Cup winner. Mark Andre Fleury. No, forty eight wins in a season. Corey Crawford. You also got to think of a team that did really well in the regular season. That won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Now you should get it with all those clues. Uh, Braden Holpe? You got it. Braden Holpe, 48 wins in 2015 and 2016. Braden Holpe, 48 wins. Martin Berner, 48 wins. Martin Berner also had like a 46-win season, but I didn't put him twice. Luongo, 47. Nabokov, 46. And Kippersoff, 45. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of myself for coming up with uh, Kippersoff and Nabokov. So am I. So am I. So am I. Although, right. Kippersoff, it wasn't that season that I was thinking about. I thought he might have done it closer to 2000 than 2008. Yeah. No, it was Kiprasov was uh, 2008-2009. Yeah, I would have thought like when the Flames were really good in the early 2000s, 2000, uh, you know, 2004, they went to the Cup Final. I would have thought then, but uh, I give myself a pat on the back. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you pure kudos here. This is <laughs> congratulations. Way to nail the pop quiz. Uh, by the way, we always tell you, take those pop quizzes, challenge your friends with those pop quizzes. I hope that you are able to do that because that's what Mitch and I do all the time. We just bring it to the Post Game Pines podcast. Mitch, time to name that podcast. I'm going to go with a chug of beer. 
Oh. I want to go Eagles lose chug a beer. <laughs> I'm good with that too. Or this one hurts. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers, my friend. And thank you to everybody for listening to the Post Game Pints podcast with myself, Mitch Gallo, and Sean Campbell. We're here for you every Monday and Friday. Thank you to, for listening, and thank you to LaBrosse Brewery. Don't forget the Angry Galloway and the Campbell Play-By-Play IPA, both coming to a LaBrosse near you. Way to say that properly. Well, how's that for your entertainment value? They've done their job very, very well. No, 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 no. Come on. VBF.